Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is November 28th. It's a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And this is for the week of November 28th through December 4th. Now, today, November 28th, the planet Neptune is going direct. Yeah, no one's particularly excited about this. No one's, like, upset about it either. It's just kind of, you know, Neptune is out there. Sometimes (laughs) it's direct. Sometimes it's retrograde, like all the planets. And it's going to be going direct. And, um, yeah, don't really know what to say. It's an outer planet. Neptune is always kind of weird anyway. It's always that kind of weird, unexplainable thing, uh, events in our lives that happen that we just can't really articulate or use logic to figure out. That's usually going to be a Neptunian thing in general. And just, yeah, I I did a little more reading up on it, and pretty much every astrologer is like, well, (laughs) with Neptune going direct, either there's going to be more confusion in your life or there might be more clarity. What? Just don't know. Yeah, everyone's just kind of like, eh, you know. Could be either one. Could go either way. Yeah, Neptune's a wild card. And I think astrologers know that with Neptune, you just kind of have to let Neptune be Neptune. No point in trying to figure out that energy. It's funky. Okay. But in terms of any funkiness that happened over the last couple days, because I mentioned I would kind of keep a Neptune going direct journal to see if I noticed any wackiness. And when I say wackiness, I'm thinking like big time like UFO type sightings, like really wacky stuff, right? Didn't get much of that. The closest thing... I could connect to Neptune going direct was that Elmi and I went to our local coffee shop the other day and we got a breakfast sandwich and they gave us the wrong sandwich, uh, which we noticed. And then they gave us the sandwich that we actually ordered. But on top of that, they said we could keep the other sandwich free of charge. So that was pretty cool. And that's something that never would have happened if Neptune wasn't going direct. Yeah, so, so, wow, miracles do happen, you guys. uh, So really, I have nothing. Uh, At the recording of this podcast, we're about two hours away from Neptune going direct. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm still going to keep my journal going, and next week I'll report back if any other wacky stuff happens. But, you know, with Neptune-type things, anytime Neptune's doing anything, I also look for, like, little accidents or little spills. Like, I would say for the next few days... Don't wear any clothes mm. that you would want to risk having them spilled on because, you know, Neptune kind of stuff is accident prone like that. So don't wear that nice blouse or top <laughs> if you think you might spill stuff on it. Okay. Yeah. That's your fashion advice, too. Um, let's see. What else? But Actually, with Neptune going direct, that means we're only going to have one planet that's currently retrograde. Almy, do you know what that planet is? Well... Judging from your notes, I'm going to cheat, and I believe it is Uranus? That's correct. Yeah. And that's fine. This was an open book test, so it's fine that you looked at my notes. Otherwise, I would have said Mercury or Mars, because it seems like those two Mm. are always going direct, but not this time. Tell us more. Yeah, you got it. And, you know, that's the thing with Mercury retrograde. People always say, like, God, it seems like Mercury's retrograde all the time. Yeah. And it does it does seem like that. I can't argue with it. But Mercury's only uh, retrograde 19% of the year. Oh. It's just that it goes retrograde more often than other planets. Mm, so we think of it as being okay. retrograde a lot. But when it is retrograde, it's usually only retrograde a few weeks at a time. Whereas if a planet like Neptune goes retrograde, it goes retrograde for months at a time. Oh. Uh, but again, these 
planets that are farther away from us, we don't feel their influence quite as strongly, at least on an individual level, where we do feel Mercury more on an individual level. Um, but yeah, Uranus is the last planet still out there that's retrograde. And it's going to stay retrograde until January 14th of 2021. Okay. Uh, and again, it, 2020 has been a year of reviewing things, making major adjustments. And all along, you know, it was tricky because the planets were always seemingly going retrograde at times when we as a society were really wanting to move things forward and keep things going. And now we're finally at a place where even the planets are like, okay, let's move forward. Let's uh, let's get out there with this new information we have, this new knowledge, this new wisdom, hopefully we have okay. to, uh, to move into 2021. Because once we get into 2021, there will never be any problems ever again. Right. So, yay. Mm -hmm. uh, or else there'll be different problems. But yeah. So anyway, are there any eclipses coming up? I made a note here. Yes, there are. There's an eclipse coming up. Uh, depending on where you are in the world, the eclipse is happening either Sunday, November 29th, or mm. Monday, November 30th. It'll depend on your time zone. It's a full moon and also a lunar eclipse. So a lot of energy here with this bad boy. Um, we're in Sagittarius right now. The moon will be in Gemini for this particular eclipse full moon. And anytime you have Sagittarius involved, Gemini involved, um, well, Sagittarius deals with like truth. Sagittarians are very obsessed with truth, mm -hmm. honesty, philosophy, that kind of stuff. Um, Sagittarian parts of the body it rules would be your thighs, your hips, your liver. Gemini rules that, yeah, each sign is assigned. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Each sign is assigned to a certain part of the body. So what is what does it mean? I don't get it. Uh, that's just like, you know, that's the part of the body that like that sign is in charge of. Like Scorpio is in charge of the sex organs. But like what if you don't have any of those signs present in your chart? Well, we all do. Because you see, when you have your chart, there's 12 houses, you know, on the chart. And everyone, you don't have necessarily have planets in every single house. Mm -hmm. But every house is ruled by a certain sign. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say for my chart, uh, okay. I'm Capricorn rising. So that means I have Capricorn in the first house. Um, you are Gemini rising. So yeah. you have Gemini in the first right. house. But I don't think I have Capricorn anywhere. You do. I have to do math now. Um, oh, that's okay. That's all but right. you count. So Gemini was your first house. So that means you're going to have cancer and you're going to have a cancer influence in your second house. Oh, okay. Leo's the third house, whatever house, seventh, eighth, okay. somewhere that you'll eventually get so to Capricorn. So all of us have all signs present in us somewhere. That's correct. Okay. We do. We do. We, okay. we tend to focus on the planets that um, are, are like, you know, if you have Mars in... Virgo, you know, you tend to focus on the planet more. Like, yeah. but there are astrologers, and I've read this too. Certain astrologers, they don't care about what um, sign the planets are in in your chart. They're looking at the houses. They're saying right. what house is ruled by Leo in your chart, and that mm. kind of thing. Okay. So they come at it that way, and and they think that is more of a something to focus on to give you an idea of how certain things are going to influence you. Okay, so I'm just trying to figure out what this means when you're like, you know, Sagittarius rules the hips. It's like, what does that mean? Like, oh, these hips, these Sagittarius hips. Like, what what do you mean by that? Like, can you give us a little more explanation? Like, does that mean you have funny hip injuries? Like, I'm just, like, it could what does be. it mean? That could be a source of, um, yeah, it could be an injury or a wound that you could have to deal with in that area. 
if if you are uh, a Sagittarius, yeah, you might have. Like, I have a sore hip. I've had a sore hip really? for oh, yeah. uh, a couple of years. Okay. And it's only because I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> if I had not been a Sagittarius, <laughs> my hips would be functioning at 100%, 100% of the time. Um, is the cat in here? I think that's our neighbor, maybe. Oh, okay. Um, Gemini is in charge of the nervous system, so it rules like the lungs, the shoulders, the hands, and the fingers, that kind of stuff. So if you are noticing issues with those parts of your body around this time as well, because, you know, the energy is going to be heightened with the full moon, with the lunar eclipse. So you might feel those things in your part of your body. You might not feel anything at all. You know, this stuff is always like sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. Yeah, I I never heard this before. So I was just uh, a little, I was curious. I hope you don't mind me asking. I'd never heard any of this. Yeah, and it is always, I don't know how people, you know, where they came up with this stuff. It goes back however many millennia. But at some point, they said, here's the human body. We're going to give each sign one part of the human body. Yeah, so weird. And they're in charge of that part of the body. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. So it's lunar eclipse. Okay. And also around this time, um, I'm talking November 29th, November 30th, December 1st. That's also going to be the last couple of days that the planet Mercury is going to be in the sign of Scorpio. Mm. So my advice for all of us around those days is to really be careful <laughs> with how you use your words. Because there's a chance that we might get in an argument or just say things that we later regret. Mm. Um, we know Scorpio, Mercury and Scorpio can be fairly cutting energy if a Scorpio is ticked off. Um, and it's a transition from Scorpio to Sagittarius. So and Sagittarius can be brutally honest to the point of just being totally clueless. You know, uh, Sagittarians, we have a tendency to put our foot in our mouth, uh, so to speak, and to just to say things that... Um, aren't necessarily considerate. They're maybe honest, <laughs> but they're not necessarily considerate of others' feelings when we say them, right? And we're always trying to get a laugh. Mm. So there's that. So just watch for that transition as we go from Mercury and Scorpio. And Mercury and Scorpio is kind of that vibe, I suspect everyone around me is a serial killer. Mm. And then we go into Mercury and Sagittarius, Mercury and Sagittarius says, I know everyone around me is a serial killer, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of a transition. Okay. Um, so watch, yeah, just watch your words, especially try, try to avoid arguments or try to uh, be civilized at, at the start of the week here if you can. Is there ever a time where you're like, this is a good time to get into as many arguments as possible? Yeah, anytime really? we're in Aries That's what I thought or you the moon say. is okay. in Aries. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Just flex your muscles and just start punching people or something. I don't know. But for now, you're advising that we watch ourselves and what we say um, until, what, how long? Just all through the rest of the year? Um, yeah, just for the rest of your life, really. Okay. But no, I'm, I'm just looking at like intense periods. Yeah. And the intensity of that transition is going to be November 29th, November 30th, uh, maybe December 1st and 2nd as well. So by right. Wednesday... By Wednesday, get in arguments. But this first few days, it could just get, you know, just always the potential that something could get out of hand. All right. Or turn ugly or whatever you want to call it. Um, There's also a certain amount of destiny perhaps involved with this eclipse we have coming up here. Mm. Anytime there's eclipse, they say the, um, the north node or the nodes in general are activated 
we all have a north node in our chart. We all have a south node. Mm. The north node, they say, is sort of your destiny. That's something you're moving toward in this lifetime. Like my north node is in Scorpio. So I'm mo moving towards a north node in Scorpio, mm. uh, which means my south node. The south node is always going to be in the opposite sign. So if I have north node in Scorpio, that means my south node is in Taurus. So I'm moving away from Taurus sort of energy, moving more towards Scorpio, moving away from, you know, Taurus is all about the, the comforts of life, the material world, money. Uh, finance, uh, having all that fun stuff. Scorpio is more interested in feelings, uh, getting mm. to the core of things, not so much surface, but really getting under there and getting to the heart of matters. Mm. Uh, it can get a little dark sometimes, as mm. we know, it can get dark down there, but then you also have uh, wisdom and, and understanding comes from that as well. Mm. They also say the south node, again, the thing you're moving away from, the south node, that's information and wisdom you have from previous lives that you are bringing into this particular life. Mm. So you can build off of that wisdom to kind of project you towards your north node. Uh, Almy's north node uh, actually is in Taurus. Her south node is in Scorpio. Mm, okay. So you and I have opposite nodes. Isn't that oh. funky? Is that good or bad, or is there just really no meaning assigned to that? I, you know, with anything, any kind of like synastry or relationship type of astrology, there's so many things to look at, and not everything is ever going to be like perfectly in line. Yeah. Uh, North node, south node coming into play in relationships, I don't think so. Right. I mean, I mean not, aren't opposites yeah. usually good, though, in that yes. kind of and stuff? Yes, that, that too. Yeah, the yin and the yang, the, the opposites attract, balancing each other out, or like, you know, you bring a piece of the puzzle, and I bring the other piece of the puzzle, then we solve the puzzle. Yeah. I mean, because it's a be a two piece puzzle in yeah. that example, but you know, um, but yeah, the North Node is currently in Gemini, so you know, during this full moon, during this eclipse over the next couple of days, maybe you will also have some developments. I don't know in your career, there might be certain things coming into your life that seem almost destined or fated. Uh, people coming out of nowhere that might open some doors for you around this time. It's possible. Mm. Uh, and again, you might not feel anything. You just have your regular day and, and all that fun stuff. But uh, but watch out for that um, because this is a lunar eclipse we have coming up right now. And then on December 14th, there's going to be uh, another eclipse. And that time around, it'll be a solar eclipse. Mm. Let me just double check my notes that I'm saying this right. Yep. Lunar eclipse on the 30th, solar eclipse on December 14th. So anything that kind of starts this week um, might come back to play a couple weeks later when there's the other eclipse. And again, look for stuff in your career uh, or just some sort of destiny in general. Just could be doesn't necessarily have to be career. Could just be something that's moving you along or or or, or um, influencing you to take another course of action or, or go down a different path. Okay. Um, towards your destiny. So watch out for that. Um. What else do I got here? Yeah, this weekend the moon has been in Taurus. So if you have been overindulging, it's also a holiday weekend that we tend to overindulge anyway. So if you've mm -hmm. been doing that, that's fine. That's what we're supposed to be doing anyway. And the moon in Taurus is also encouraging us just to indulge and have a good time and imbibe, have that extra piece of pie. Nice. Have seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths of whatever you're eating. Trips. Trips. Um, so that's fine. We'll be okay. Um, by Sunday, November 29th, the moon will enter Gemini. And then the pace of life will pick up again right away. Gemini does not 
waste time or mm, energy. It's okay. a very quick moving energy. You will uh, want to reach out to people again. People will be reaching out to you. There will be a lot of communication. And on top of that, as I mentioned, there's a full moon. There's a lunar eclipse. Mercury is changing signs. Um, also on Monday, the moon is going to be forming a square with Neptune. And that happens fairly frequently. It's not like it's that rare for the moon to force, form a square with Neptune. But when it does do that during that time, uh, it can be kind of confusing energy. Messages can get muddled. You might misinterpret something. It's almost like a mini Mercury retrograde that only lasts for a handful of hours. Oh. But still on Monday, at least, with all this stuff going on, and with the moon squaring Neptune, just don't necessarily believe everything you are told or don't believe everything you read. I'd say wait until Tuesday or even Wednesday to get clarity on certain matters if there is something in your life that's a little confusing at the moment. Monday will not be the day to get further clarity on that necessarily. But also with the full moon, that's they say, you know, new stuff comes to light or, or secrets are revealed. You know, things come into the light. So... Uh, I don't know what I'm rambling about. Well, that works at this out point, because but, we're yeah. all supposed to hold our tongues until Wednesday anyway. That's right. Yeah, we're all yeah. in a holding period. And I guess we've gotten used to that this year anyway, yeah. right? No matter what part of the world you're in, it's been a major exercise in patience. Yeah. And a lot of stops and starts. I think at least the way the planets are going, we're finally at a place where there will be fewer stops. But um, a lot of us, again, it depends what part of the world you're in, but a lot of us are getting another round of stay-at-home type of orders but I'm hoping that this will be the last of those. Um, anyway, let's just get on to our Ask a Scorpio segment of the show. <sighs> this is every week I ask Almy a question uh, to get her Scorpio perspective on things. Almy is a Scorpio and has been a Scorpio her mm-hmm. entire life. Almy, this week I just kind of wanted to ask you just a nice random question because <laughs> okay. we were talking about this a little bit last night anyway. Yeah. What was your favorite album of the year? Oh, oh yeah! Wow, um, yeah, we were talking about this. It's you know, it's really a toss-up between two very different artists, Megan Thee Stallion and Taylor Swift. I thought that they both delivered really excellent albums this year. Um, Megan, you know, I was a little late getting on the Megan train. But I'm glad I did, um, because by the time she came out with Sugar, you and I both were like <laughs> embarrassingly into it. Um, and then Taylor Swift, uh, she really, I think Folklore was really great. It reminded me of like some sort of indie record that you would have heard of like in the 12, like 2012 era when like that was really booming, but still got some freshness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, I don't know, like those are probably the two big ones. And I don't know, I guess I've just been in love with pop music this year. I thought The Weeknd, um, I thought his album that I am hilariously forgetting the title of, uh, and I was going to talk about how the Grammys ignored him as well, and I cannot even remember the title of it. Um, but you know, it's someone like Blinded by the Light and all the classics. Yeah. Um, it like had some good synthwave influences that I thought kept it very listenable. I liked Thundercat's album, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, but I, I don't know, if I had to give it to just one, oh my god, I might actually give it to Taylor Swift because I've mm, never in my okay. life actually that's not true. I love nineteen eighty nine and I listened to that from beginning to end. But then I I kind of stopped and it was this album that made me go back to her and I've been listening to the whole 
thing. Um, I don't know. I think it's a great mellow mood if that's what you're looking for. So yeah, I guess yeah. Does that that was that was a lot. Sorry, sorry for all that. No, that was great. Thank you for sharing your Scorpio perspective <laughs> on the best album or albums of the year. Appreciate yeah. that. Yay. After Hours? Is that what the weekend album is called? I can be of no help there. I'm so sorry. I, I really don't know. I love The Weeknd. Um, he was great in Uncut Gems. Yeah. He was in Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems? Yeah. He oh. and Adam Sandler got in a fight in the club because The Weeknd was like hitting on his gal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm of no help. I'm of no help. Right. I'm so sorry. But uh, weekend or the weekend, we love you, and um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. Because I'm sure you are. Uh, on Tuesday, on Tuesday, December first, again, the planet Mercury is going to be moving into Sagittarius. Uh, our communication is shifting away from Mercury and Scorpio. Mercury and Scorpio is a little more secretive, a little more su- uh, suspicious, but also uh, capable of having really deep conversations, that kind of stuff. But we're moving away from that more towards the Mercury and Sagittarius. Hopefully our communications will be a little more humorous. Uh, ener- energy in general will be a little more spontaneous, a little more adventurous, and Mercury will stay in Sagittarius until December 20th. Let's see. Wednesday and Thursday, the moon will shift into Cancer, where it will, as usual, oppose. It will oppose the planets Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn um, Thursday into Friday, depending on where you are. The good news there is that this is the last time the poor Cancer moon will be forming these oppositions with Jupiter and Saturn, because on December 16th, Saturn moves into the sign of Aquarius, and Jupiter will go into Aquarius on December 19th. So if you have a Cancer moon and have been really feeling the stresses of this year as much as anyone, or maybe more so because of where your moon is, rejoice. Your moon will be getting better treatment going forward. Um, Also looking ahead on December 21st is the winter solstice, and it's also when Jupiter and Saturn will form a conjunction uh, in the sign of Aquarius. Uh, They will both have left Capricorn by then, and they will be in Aquarius. And it's the first time they are forming that conjunction in the sign of Aquarius in 600 years. Mm. So think about where you were 600 years ago, (laughs) because a lot of those same themes will be coming up around this time. If you didn't deal with them 600 years ago, you're going to have to deal with them now. Not my fault if you can't remember your past lives. And now this. Yeah, totally got into John (laughs) Oliver mode there. Um, But yeah, December 21st, a lot of astrologers are saying that's the official age of Aquarius start. And again, depending on who you ask, we've been in the age of Aquarius maybe since the 1950s. Uh, Again, everyone seems to have a different perspective there. But... uh, it's not going to start any later than December 21st, 2020, as far as the age of Aquarius goes. And yeah, once those outer planets, Jupiter and Saturn, shift into Aquarius, again, that's just supposed to bring some fresh perspective. And um, it's going to take us in a different direction, whether we're ready for it or not. And because it's Aquarian in theme, yeah, all bets are off as to what the hell is going to happen. We don't know. Anything is possible. Anything <laughs> is always possible with Aquarius. There are no there are no rules. Yeah. And then Friday, December 4th, the moon will go into Leo, where it will stay for a few days. So next weekend, there's going to be a lot of fire in the air because we're already in Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. The moon will go into Leo. We know Leo is a fire sign. And Mercury will be in Sagittarius by that point, also fiery. 
So next weekend, um, yeah, just be be a badass. I don't know. Love yourself and uh, and just be the life of the party, even if you aren't actually going to any parties. Just be the life of your living room, I guess. Yeah, like Megan. Like Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Or or Markle, but yeah, no, I was referring to the Stallion for sure. Oh, cool. Glad I got that one yeah. right. So that's about it. That's uh, what's coming up this next week. Thanks for listening. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us through a little uh, deep breathing. Oh, sure. All right, everyone. Let's close this out with a nice, calming, cleansing breath. You can close your eyes if you want to. Get settled and ready. Take a slow, deep breath in. And gently, slowly release. And once more, slow deep breath in and release. Thanks again for listening. We hope you have a good one. See you next time.